Eric Jones back in the Freak Nation. He's been in here a few times. In fact, I think the first time was after your Truck Series Championship. Now you're back. You have three reasons to race. Fundraiser coming up. We'll get to that, but let's get to let's get to the point of how we got here. Uh, doing research on you, Eric. I had no idea, buddy, that uh, you spend a lot of time reading to children. That's badass, man. No, I appreciated it. Uh, actually, was something we started. I guess it's been about uh, almost two. That's been two years probably now since oh. we started doing that. Yeah, and um, you know, it was something. Reading's always just been a passion of mine, and something that I, I do quite a bit myself. And was trying to find kind of a way to, I guess, bridge that gap to uh, the fans in NASCAR. And for me, um, the the children's books was something that really um, kind of piqued my interest, and something that. I thought it would be great just to share with fans and their families and also being able to hopefully get uh, kids just interested in reading. Well, let's 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 it might be kind of tough for you to watch yourself read because it's still tough for me to listen to myself talk. But right by right here. Sam, I am. He's coming by. Coming by one more time. That Sam, I am. That Sam, I am. Do not like that Sam, I am. Got the grumpy old man there. Doesn't like Sam I am riding around here on his his place. Do you like green eggs and ham? Got the same guy offering it up there to his buddy. I do not like them, Sam I am. Do not like green eggs and ham. Come on. <laughs> it's uh that's pretty good, thank you. I like the applause. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of kids too by the way absolutely it's uh there are there are a lot of celebrities drivers uh actors musicians that you utilize their celebrity to again make make things better and frankly for other people and have you seen some pretty cool uh, response to you reading to these kids green eggs and ham and beyond yeah it's it's been pretty cool just to uh, at the track now that uh, the fans are back in full full force to hear uh, them come up and just say that they enjoy it. You know, they watch it with their kids uh, uh, when we do them there. It's usually a couple of times a month. So just seeing that they're tuning in and enjoying it. I mean, that's that's great for me. And then hopefully just getting them uh, interested in reading on their own. You know, when I was a kid, um, my parents read to me pretty much every night until I was reading on my own. And then I continued on. So if it's getting them interested in that and wanting to do that, you know, I think that's great, too, for the parents, um, just being able to read to the kids uh, even even on their own. You know, that's cute and all that you want to help kids read. But let's be honest, this is getting kids into NASCAR, too. Maybe it's <laughs> unintentional, but this is amazing. They're watching an actual race car driver read to them. And yeah, OK, they'll like the books and they'll start reading themselves. But then they get to see you behind the wheel of a race car. That's cooler to them than anything else in the world. That's what you're doing. NASCAR needs to put you on the payroll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully I uh, get some interested in watching the races and tuning in and, and, and checking us out. But, you know, the cool thing too, I mean, we've been doing them all, um, you know, a lot of them on, on Facebook live, but I've been able to do a few in-person readings too. And that's, that's probably the most fun for me, just keep getting to have the live interaction, see the, the reactions live from the kids. That's pretty cool. Now, in talking about NASCAR, let's get into a little bit of racing. This season's been pretty fun to watch. I mean, granted, every season has ups and downs, but this season with Dave, is it Dave Ellens? That's right, yeah. Yeah. 
Can you explain your relationship with Dave? I mean, we pretty much know his history and he's come from cars such as Tyler Reddick's championship and engineer with Jimmy Johnson back in the day. And now he's with you and things are looking good. It was fun watching you at Daytona and at Fontana. Let's let's talk about what's going on there and how that's going to be some fun to watch throughout the summer, too. Yeah, Dave's been around for a long time in sport. And, and um, as a crew chief, he's been uh, in that role for for quite a while on the Xfinity side, but never on the on the Cup side. So this is the first year he's really in the in the Cup scene on the cup, on the crew chief side of it. And he's just he's been doing a great job. Him and I um, have a great relationship, you know, communication wise, just being able to go and, and feel like we're on the same page right off the bat um, at the start of this season. So you never know when you're working with somebody new how long that uh, is going to take to build that communication and, and get that kind of dialed in. But with uh, with Dave this year. It's been pretty easy. Him and I have uh, been able to uh, build that line of communication pretty quickly. So he's just been doing a good job and giving me fast cars and chances to run up front. And, uh, you know, that's fun from the seat for sure. See, with this new car, I'm, I'm a huge fan of fresh eyes, fresh thoughts. And you guys are providing that. And that's why I just feel like there's this is only just the beginning. There's so much more to go for you guys as a tandem. Yeah. It, you know, the, the new car, I think, was a pretty big incentive for Dave to come into the cup level. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the old car, I think he felt like he was going to have to learn so much in, in such a short amount of time. It was just going to be a pretty big uh, challenge for him to catch up. And with the next-gen car, everybody was just on the same page. It was a blank slate. Nobody uh, has any notes or anything to go off of from the past. Everybody's learning as we go. And I think Dave felt like um, that was going to be an advantage for him. Just If you can learn or pick up on anything any bit quicker than somebody else, you're going to be pretty far ahead of the game. And and uh, I think that's what, what uh, kind of enticed him to move up. Eric Jones, let's go back to this reading thing. I'm <laughs> All right, enough racing. Let's go back to reading. <laughs> let's go to this reading thing. You said it was a passion. Uh, it's kind of a, becoming a passion with me. My daughter got me back to reading. Uh, do you, what, what do you like to read? Fiction, nonfiction, uh, mysteries? Uh, what, what do you like? Spy stories? What do you like to read? I'm a big fan of biographies, autobiographies, or uh, uh, self self uh, penned. You know, those are the interesting ones to me. Just real stories, stories of people. Um, I like athletic biographies. Probably is my favorite, just because it's interesting to hear from other sports worlds, kind of how they approached it, went about their game, and, and about their life. But um, the history stuff is cool too. I've always just been a big fan of history. So anything on. Uh, history uh, from Michigan. I read a book on on Detroit not too long ago. So anything on history too is something that really interests me. But uh, definitely read a ton of biographies. Usually that's what I got going. Hold on a second, Statman. I know you want to jump in, but this is just perfect. I mean, you like history. You've got Richard Petty with your team. Mm-hmm. You like sports autobiographies. That you you guys are making your own autobiography as we speak right now. It's cool. I mean, getting to know Richard a little bit the last couple of years has been been awesome i mean i'm a fan of the history of the sport in general so being able to talk to a guy that's been uh been in it from the beginning of nascar has been cool to just hear the stories of him going through and and growing up in racing growing up in nascar growing up with nascar nascar uh went through such huge growth when he was a part of the sport from the beginning to uh to now and and it was just so cool to hear those stories from him and and of, of the race team that that they started and built and uh, and what he did in his driving days. 
without thinking about it, what's the one autobiography that comes to mind? The first thing you think about when you think about your favorite that you really got lost in that story. And that's a good question. You know, um, probably one I just read, I just read, uh, uh, a book on Tiger Woods and obviously his career has been all over the map, right? Highs, highs, <laughs> lows, lows. And, and just to hear, um, that story, you know, obviously, you know, kind of a little bit about him from just watching and, and what you read, but to hear a really deep dive in the way he, he grew up, trained and, and perfected his craft in golf to become, uh, as good as he was in his prime was interesting. And then to obviously read a little bit about uh, his struggles, and, and how he worked through that and, and where he is today. It was just, it was just such an interesting story. I mean, it was so different than really any other book I'd read uh, biography wise on anyone. So that was, that was one that really, uh, really got me locked in. Kindle or a real book. Do you like turning pages? <laughs> or do you, do you do it in a Kindle? I, I like the real book. I tried uh, to do the Kindle deal. You know, obviously it's kind of handy because you just take it wherever you go. Right. But um I just couldn't get away from the from the book. I just like having it in my hands. Wow. <laughs> here it is. Eric Jones, NASCAR Cup pilot, driving the infamous 43, joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. You've got a fundraiser coming up, and I could certainly read through the PR material, material but I'd rather hear it from you. It's called Three Reasons to Race in regards to a, a certain racetrack. And again, getting back to the reading and children and so forth. Why are you doing this? And did you feel a need to give back in order to help bring this track back? Yeah. I mean, I've been wanting to, so I guess to go back my NASCAR career, I've been able to support kind of a number of different causes and foundations, stuff that's, that's close to me and, and means something to me. And uh, my foundation now, you know, been in operation for about eight months and this will be our first event uh, coming up May 19th, Birch Run Speedway in, in Birch Run, Michigan, which is a place where I, Grew up really close to about a half hour away, raced there growing up um, and, and won one of my first ever uh, stock car races there. So somewhere that's close to me made a lot of sense to me. I still think I still say Michigan's home. When I talk about going home, I, I live in North Carolina now, but I am usually referencing Michigan. So um, made a lot of sense to have that event there for me. And, you know, just to kick it off, it's going to be it's going to be a fun event. You know, obviously, we're raising money for a great cause. That's 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 the goal at the end of it. But we're going to have. We're going to have fun doing it, and and I'm excited to get it going. It's been a lot of work, still a lot of work. It's a month away, and there's still things going into it to make sure it's going to happen and and, and be the way we want to. But uh, three reasons to race, and that's really our three causes in the foundation, three things we support, which is um, animal welfare, the reading initiative we were just talking a lot about, and then cancer uh, prevention and early detection. So three things that mean a lot to me. It was hard to pin. I couldn't pick or pin one thing in my foundation that I really wanted to focus on. And those were the three things that, that I really care the most about. Do you find that people are in your ear going, hey, Eric, let us be a part of your foundation? No. Or was this all you going for these these three titles or three subjects to raise money? It was really me. You know, I was trying, obviously, when you... <clears throat> I learned a ton about foundations in the last year and a half and, <laughs> and kind of what they entail and, and what you have to do to get one going. And, and obviously going into, um, you know, what you support is a huge part. And there was no way I just couldn't pick one thing. There, there wasn't one cause I could really pick that, that support and, and focus mainly on. So those three things are just three things that have impacted my life. You know, um, the cancer 
detection and prevention with my father. I lost him six years ago to cancer. And the reading, like I mentioned, was something that just has been huge in my life and really felt like it's given me a, a, a jump start on a lot of things. And still mm-hmm. to this day, helps me a lot. And then animal mm-hmm. welfare. I grew up just an animal lover. I, I've got my dog now. I've got a, a pet rabbit. Uh, my family always had dogs growing up, you know, so it was just a big part of my life. And, and all three of those things are. Wow. I, I hate to talk a little racing here, but uh, I, I've got to. Uh, Eric Jones here in the Freak Nation. And Eric, what I liked above and beyond the racing at Bristol on dirt was it created a dividing line for people either like it or you don't. And that's, I don't care what you're in sports, music, uh, accounting, you create dividing lines rabbit to keep raising. rabbit racing. You know, Statman hates <laughs> rabbits. You can email him at stat MC <laughs> at speed. Free. So it creates a dividing line for people to love it or hate it and gets us talking. Consequently, you saw the ratings for that race Sunday night on Easter I don't care what you say, Eric. I loved it. I like the ratings. Uh, it's just different. And we're speed freaks and we like different things. I think you could tell. Yeah, it definitely was. And I don't know going forward if I think the Easter racing is going to continue, you know, looking mm-hmm. at the ratings, no doubt. I, I think in the years forward now, we'll, we'll probably be racing Easter Sunday night. I would assume whether that's at Bristol dirt again, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I think, you know, the, the dates probably obviously Easter is not on the same Sunday every year. Right. Um, so it's going to end up probably moving around track wise. I don't think we'll continually have the same race on that date. Um, so we'll see. I think definitely that's going to continue on the dirt racing. I think will continue on whether it's at Bristol or not. I, I don't know. But I do think dirt racing is going to probably continue in the sport. All right. So you want to talk racing. <laughs> We, yeah, we you're get going in, you're going into the last turn. You're Chase Briscoe. <laughs> do you do you dive into the door of Tyler Reddick and take him out to get the win? So I I mean I've obviously thought a lot about it, seen it, you know, seen the replay quite a few times. You know, I don't think that was obviously I don't think that was Chase's intention, you know, to, to wreck them both. But um you gotta try to make a move. I don't I don't I don't know. You're not really a racer if you don't try to make that move, but obviously he pushed it a little too far uh, and, and just made a mistake and, and got into him. I mean, I would hate it uh, if I was chased, you know, uh, and taking Tyler out like that. That's just, it's just not your intention. Well, and, what if you were Tyler for crying out loud? <laughs> I mean, he, he, he handled it great. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know how he did that to be honest. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty even keel guy, but I mean, in that situation, I, <clears throat> probably be pretty frustrated, especially immediately following the race. There's, I don't brave on Chase's part to walk up. And, and I, I mean, very stand up of the way mm-hmm. Tyler handled that. I, I was, I was mind blown when I saw the, the conversation after. So it's tough. I mean, the, the cup races are just so hard to win, you know, and, and when you get one taken away from you, when you can literally see the checkered flag flying, uh, I, I can't even imagine. I've never had one taken away like that in, in the cup series. So it would be, it would be hard to handle for sure. Eric Jones in the freak nation. And again, he was running up front Talladega to win that race today until crash decided to hit us up on a text thread saying, uh, Richie, if this guy wins, please get that interview up stat. Yeah. It's all me. All me. 
Well, that's what they blame the announcer when they say how great the free throw shooter the guy is, and he misses. <laughs> right. You and know, he, so there it is. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 